Hey everyone, it's Mary. Thank you for listening to Totally Off Topic. On behalf of all of the top gals, thanks for your support. To win some swag, learn more about the show, and interact with us, follow Broken Drift Productions and subscribe to the podcast. To this episode of Totally Off Topic, we are going to be recapping episode 10 of The Bachelorette. I'm Katie Kay, your host for the episode, and I am joined by my gal pals, Carrie Gallagher. What's up? What's up? Mary Upchurch coming at ya, looking beautiful as usual. Okay, well, if people are listening and not watching, it's on them, because we have pretty, pretty fresh faces today. Um, we are one tot gal down today, Mrs. Hillary Hudson. She is missed. She did get in on the drama, and hopefully she will share her thoughts on social media when we post this, because we need her opinions. We miss her. We love her. Diving right in uh, to the episode. It was a mishmashed episode because we ended up with a Blake one-on-one kicked us off, which not a good note to start an episode to begin with. We don't love Blockhead as we fondly call him. Um, and he was very into Tasha and loving their tantric chakra aligning date with a guru I'm getting faces all up and down. Mary, what was your take on this date? I will say Blake looked better than I have seen him this whole season. For some reason, like he got a shave and a wax or whatever. Um, but it just felt like too little too late. He has not been into Tasha. What is this? This is like a last ditch effort. I wasn't buying it. Um, it was weird. His body looked pretty good though. Carrie, when Taisha was seated on his lap, looking into his eyes, how did you feel? Felt zero sparks, okay? I wanted to feel something myself, maybe have my downstairs feel like the inside of a toaster strudel. Felt nothing, and neither did Taisha. That is honestly the goal for all of us at this point. I'm never going to forget that. Um, I was cringing I was getting secondhand embarrassment um, and just how much it was a one-sided thing and he didn't get that she wasn't into it. And we find out later that we see later what was cut out. Uh, Mary, we can skip ahead to that part. And the men tell all they showed a never before seen clip of Blake's erection. How did you feel about that? We saw a black box. So apparently we are led to believe Blake had an erection. I don't know. But I did think that the whole date had that easy effect of, I'm going to tell you I love you. And she's like, oh, wait right there. Yeah. And it was weird. I feel like he wasn't accepting it. Carrie, how do you think she did about letting him down? I thought... As Tisha has carried herself this entire season, she was gracious, honest, respectful, and kind, and very specific with her words. It could not have been more clear how she was not into him and they were not on the same page. And I thought it was interesting that Blake still didn't get that. Blockhead, his head is so thick, he still could not understand and comprehend that. Even in the guys tell all, he had to ask her to restate like 
Is there anything like if we had more time? And it's like, no, dude, you all have limited amount of time. So it was, it was strange just how thick headed he was and just did not understand that it's, it's over, dude. And I, I love Tasha. I think she's an amazing bachelorette. I feel spoiled by having her as my first bachelorette experience. She's incredible. And she handled herself amazingly. Hell yeah. Agreed. I'm jealous of you. Cause I've had to go through all of the trash before this. <laughs> um, no, I love it. I eat it up and they're all wonderful ladies. Um, but I completely agree with you. And I think that's been a theme this season of guys not hearing her, even though she's being very direct, couldn't be more explicitly direct about breaking up with them. Like, can I walk you out right away? And they're like, what? Me? All of this? <laughs> like, not okay. Um, I feel like he kind of, she was just kind of feeling broken after that because she was like crying a lot to the guys. Um, she walked right into their place and started crying. Mary, what did you think about that move? Um, again, I thought it was weird and cringy. I, I noticed when I've noticed throughout the season, even though I do like Tasha, I want to talk about that a little later, but when there's like a heavy message or something really serious going on, she really just covers her face and cries. She does never really addresses it. And I feel like that's how she got through another, the difficult conversation with like, um, I think it was with Ivan when they were talking about race and stuff like that. Like she didn't really say a lot. And so I was like, is this her move, you know, like to kind of, cause it's like, why are you crying? Tell yeah. Her. She definitely kind of like crumbles a little bit and maybe just gets overwhelmed. Um, I guess I didn't really understand why she was crying so much in the house until she then was like, oh, I realized what I have to do. I guess she was pre-crying knowing how much it would hurt Riley. Katie, it was, it was like, oh. Yeah. Can I talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> yeah. So Carrie, what did you think about uh, her conversation with Riley? You know, I think this whole episode was lots of ugly crying in gorgeous resort wear. And when, <laughs> she, when she was talking to Riley, I, I think Mary made a really good point. Like, I think Tasha really struggled with having to let Riley go because Riley was so open and vulnerable. And that's all she's been asking them to be every single episode throughout her season. And I, I gave mad props to Riley for taking that burden from her because she never even said, I need to let you go or I need to walk you out. He was the one who was like, I, I know what needs to be done. I, I can go. And I thought Riley, it, I thought Riley just turned it around and I, I thought Winnie the Pooh became the man that I always wanted him to be. And he manned up in that moment and talk about fucking showing up like snaps for Riley. I know um, she, he showed up and she sent him home. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, he, it did seem like he was taking it badly. The first like 90 seconds of it, I was like, Oh, he's not handling this gracefully. And then luckily he turned into quite the gentleman. Um, Mary, are you sad to see him go? No, because I think of, after a few episodes ago, I mean, I have, I decided she likes these people. And so everyone else is going to be collateral. I knew she was never that into Riley. He's a great guy. 
but I knew she wasn't really that into him. Yeah, she got kind of hung up on good guy versus good guy for me, and I think she kept, like, solid people, but... Uh. Katie, you know what I keep thinking with, all like, a lot of these guys? Yeah. It, if she met them out, let's say, at the Phoenix Waste Management Open or Scottsdale or somewhere, she would make out with these guys, or she would hook up or date. These would all be, like, boyfriends or date. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, I think it's kind of neat... But it's like not enough to marry. She's not going to buy that cow when she can get the milk for free. Yeah, it's like speed dating them. Like, But in real life, maybe they would be like a year of a relationship or like a casual hookup for six months. Like who's to say? That's a good yeah. point. We're seeing it all sped up and they're not hubby material. Or they might be for someone else, but not for her. It's not there. We're not seeing the click. So she sends Riley home. She sent Blockhead home, and she has two more people to send home. Do we think it was purely producers that made her bring Bennett to the rose ceremony? What do you think, Mary? Yeah, because then we're just rewind back to the double date. She should, she could have sent them both home. Like, it was like, oh. So it was really Riley and Blake were the ones that got sent. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. It felt like a waste of time. We, it was like deja vu. We were just here. What's happening? Carrie, what do you think of uh, her bringing, be- like not just sending him home with a separate conversation, but bringing him to the rose ceremony. What do you think? A total producer move. There's only so much they can do at La Quinta. We already know that hometowns were held at La Quinta. So it was like, how do we just get this, um, what this D-bag Harvard guy per fetuses, AKA Noah, um, his vernacular. It was, it was just for the drama. I was over it though. Katie, you're right. Like, I was just like, this is a fucking waste of time. We all knew that Bennett and Noah were going to go. Like, there was not a doubt in my mind they were going to get a hometown. Are you kidding? Like, so we just needed a little bit of extra juice to make the episode that much more tasty. And I, I saw right through it. I was like, is Bennett going to come back again? Because that's how he just can't believe that someone wouldn't be into him. Also, I at least respect that she canceled the rose or the cocktail party and just went right to the rose ceremony. So that's mm. good. And yeah, we like it. Chip chop. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then four people are gone. People bit the dust. We have our remaining top four for hometowns, but we can't get to that yet because we have the mildly juicy men tell all with no studio audience or like people to boo and cheer. The first thing brought up on men tell all is chasen guys where is chasen carrie where was chasen i have no idea where chappy was could he not get there like uh, like did he test positive for covid19 (laughs) is he busy filming like a slim tummy tea shake commercial for instagram i don't know where he is like is he okay what mary why did they bring him up first if he's not there what's happening I was very confused by the whole thing because like Jason was there. He was the first guy to leave from the new season. And then like Joe wasn't there and Spencer, like what things are not adding up. Right. So not all the guys are there. Do you think, I'm sure you've seen the same drama online as me. 
Do you think they should have invited Claire? Nah, I mean, I'm kind of over it. It would That would have been a whole nother 30 minutes. Yeah, and but I think they should have left Claire out of it completely. We'll get to him in a moment, but they brought out Yosef and rehashed that drama. If you're going to bring him back out, you got to bring, I would bring Claire and Dale on the same stage, just saying. I think if go all the way then, you know? Carrie, what did you think about them then bringing back? We've only passed seven minutes, Bennett and Noah, again. I'm so over it. It is unfulfilling. Like it's an over the pants hand job. Like I don't, I'm <laughs> so bored of it. It is so produced. And like seeing Bennett, like I wish I had glasses where he was like, Mm, mm. like uh and his stupid fucking scarf and fetus is like like unshaved face i i just i cannot have those two on my tv screen anymore it's over the green there's juice. nothing to rehash like what was there to rehash i know the men tell all is supposed to be in my thought information we have not previously received or hashing out stuff that has not been hashed out but we've had episode on episode on episode of this bullshit and I feel like they are over it too like from my honest perspective I think that Bennett and Noah are both tired of it but the producers keep telling them this is all we have they don't even hate each other <laughs> yeah because yeah. did you see Mary he brought out that green juice and he gave Noah a sippy cup and he was fine with it who gave him the sippy cup? They're definitely instigating this because right. they had the sippy cup to give him. Yeah. And they, they're they reaching so hard that they brought out the black box Blake erection bonus footage because they had nothing else to show us. Yeah, I was really, I was so disappointed because I am a huge Bravo fan. I love Real Housewives. I watch all all of the series and their reunions are classics like there's so much freaking drama and so it's good to hear Katie that this was just kind of a throwaway and this is not the regular scheduled drama that most of the tell-alls are because I was really looking forward to it yeah the tell-alls are usually like um that's like one of my favorite episodes of the season like I'm ready so this was a big letdown Although, Mary, let's, my favorite part of the episode was Yosef. What are your thoughts on Yosef? His face, just that smug, a-hole, big nostril, like, uh, no, I don't really have any. She didn't, like, he's just trying to be the villain. It's, again, I, I'm tired of saying how, like, fake and contrived things are, so I'll stop, but... I did love watching Jason get really pissed and Damar and everybody being like, no, that was my favorite part of the whole uh, men tell all was when the guys finally got to kind of speak up and say stuff about anything, but especially Yosef. Ugh. I know, Carrie, what were your thoughts on Chris Harrison repeatedly trying to throw him a bone for <laughs> apologizing? Oh my gosh, Fartface was sending him like a whole fucking skeleton and Yosef was just setting it on fire and throwing yeah. it back. Like I, I kudos to Chris Harris, Harrison for trying to right this guy's wrong, but this guy really just dug himself so deep. Like there was no, there was no coming out of it. And 
I, I think this was actually completely unproduced. I think Yosef really is just this person and this is just who he is. And it, in effect, it's a producer's dream because he's so, he's so, I don't know, like strong-willed in his opinions and his convictions and it led to amazing drama. And that is the kind of spark that any producer wants, just that unproduced, just drive of drama. And I don't think they replicated that throughout the season. Yeah, they didn't have to push him to say anything. And then in fact, when they tried to pull him back from the edge to save him from getting mutilated by America on social media, my God, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I didn't go to his Instagram. Um, I'm not following him, obviously, because I'm not a psycho. Did you have a lot of comments? Yeah, so he turned his comments off on the pictures of him and his daughter, but on the ones of just him. And like the one he posted the night of the men tell all is him like this. And it says like, stay true or stay strong or something. Like, it's just like, you know, like be, have your opinion, like whatever. It's like four words. I don't remember the caption, but it's like so douchey. And there's 3000 comments underneath, like you're a piece of shit. Everyone needs to run far, far away from you. Which like, I, the he's so thick. He missed the point. You can have your opinion. No one's telling you, you can't think Claire's like shitty, but how you handled it. But he tripled, quadrupled down when Chris Harrison was like, would you want someone to treat your daughter like that? And he was like, yeah, if she deserved it. Cool. I guess we're done here. Someone needs to call Child Protective Services for your poor fucking kid. What if she, guys, what if she spills her cereal? What kind of home life do you think she has? You piece of shit. You messy little animal. (laughs) I feel like a stupid face doesn't help. He's probably one of those people that doesn't think that the, he th- thinks that the election was rigged and really popular in parlor probably. Oh my God. So yeah, Yosef, um, you, you deserve what's coming to you on social media at this point. You set yourself up. Poor Chris Harrison tried to save you, you know? Okay, ladies. So that kind of was the end of, I mean... No, it wasn't. Sorry. Taisha came out and talked to them. I'm sorry. It was like deja vu again. I forgot it happened because it was the same conversations over and over again. Uh, Mary, what did you think about her speaking with Riley? You, you hit the nail on the head. It was like the same conversation, but her dress was so good. Oh, look. So another like perfect Taisha dress. That dress was so pretty. It wasn't just silver. It had like the moonbeam kind of color in it. She looked so good. That stole the show. That was the best part of that show. Um, the rest, I just kind of was like, huh, eh, okay, you're done. Totally. Yeah, I mean, that's the dress you want to be wearing in a room full of exes, like ha-cha-cha. Um, I think it made it hard for Riley to accept it a second time. He was like, no, you're the one. No, he's like, I still love you so what happened at the end of your season because so Carrie you kind of already touched on it Blake uh and her also spoke and Blake was in denial final thoughts on him uh just then I think she finally put a pin in it 
And, and if it actually penetrates his brain, we'll just have to follow him on social media to find out when he gets a girlfriend next. <laughs> yeah, who he's obsessed with next and reads books about and whatever. <laughs> I mean, whatever. They're probably going to be so happy. He's just so much to deal with. Yes. Um, and he's apparently so confident and never embarrassed about his body. Like, we get it. But <laughs> also, when people don't have any insecurities, it's like, I don't fucking trust you. Like, don't be so unabashed. We're confused. Yes. Okay. So ladies, that brings us to the end of a mentel all mashup uh, episode because it usually is its own episode and I was confused, but whatever. Uh, do we have any predictions based on her final four at this point and her reaction at the end of mentel all when Chris Harrison was like, how is everything? And she was like, it's fine. Mary, what do you think? I think more drama. I think they're doing pretty good now in this kind of third inning or fourth act of like the twists and the turns and the storyline. So I think more drama is coming. Good, because we need it. Um, Carrie, do you think her journey ends in her actually getting a fiance? I don't think so. I think, I think it's going to be maybe like a promise ring. I really want Tasha to find love, but I, I think she, I don't think the, all the guys, the four guys that are left, I don't know that any of them are ready to get down on one knee as of at the end of this episode, I might change my tune after the hometown. So. Okay. I'm going to be bold because there's only four left. And I feel like 25% chance this is the time when we should state publicly who we think it's she's going to pick in the in the end and then we can see how it goes from there I have my results written down from like five weeks ago did you date it and hold it next to a newspaper and take a picture okay no but we recorded it oh yeah <laughs> wait so remind us since people like me don't remember who did you pick you guys chose but I chose Zach I've been a Zach fan all along I okay. chose Brendan from the beginning I think it's going to be the Boston Rufa I agree that I think it's Zach and I feel sad because I've been such a catch but I agree so Zach Zach and Brendan and I think that Hillary would say one of those two also yes. Hillary always goes like over here I think she had said like Ben. I think Ben might have been. I think Ben was Yeah. All right, ladies. Well, thank you for dissecting that with me. Uh, coming at you. It's been Carrie Gallagher, Mary Upchurch, myself, Katie K. Stay tuned for another hot ep coming out tomorrow because they gave us two this week. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Hey there. It's Mary again. Thanks for listening. For exclusive content, head to the Broken Drift Patreon. And before the outro music plays, subscribe to the Broken Drift Productions YouTube channel to watch the episodes or subscribe to our podcast channel. All of the links are in the episode bio. Yeah.